Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's a win. <laughs> it's a win. Ah, we are live. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. We have a lot to cover tonight. Look, it's grambling. I understand that it's grambling. Um, nevertheless... We still have a whole hell of a lot to discuss here tonight. Uh, there are things that, you know, what do you take out of something like this? What do you take after y- you beat the shit out of somebody? Um, first quarter defensively did not look great. Did not look great. Guys, It. I, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but defensively you got some things you need to fix. Um, the long-awaited return or start for Denver Harris started tonight, and he gave up the touchdown on the fade route, which has plagued him since he's been at LSU, if you've been to practice. Um, offensively, there. look, I can nitpick, and I, look, I am going to nitpick, okay, on everybody. Just in the sense of, they, look, man, you, you got to nitpick these little things. But there are a lot of positives, a lot of positives, especially offensively. Um, and I'd say halfway through defensively. I mean, look, you gave up 10 points in the first quarter. But after that, you blanked them. But still a lot to be desired. We'll, we'll touch on all that uh, here tonight. We'll touch on a lot of it uh, here tonight. Um... Who's okay? Uh, Bart Smokey says defense played better when Weeks took over from for Spates, who looked slow. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And you know, if you send in your super chats, we will get to them uh, first. So send in the super chats, we get to those first. Yeah, and this post-game show is brought to you by our good friends over at BetOnline, BetOnline.ag. Use your mobile device tomorrow or tonight to um, bet on any of those games that are active. NFL, 
I guess technically on a Sunday slate starts tomorrow. Use the mobile, uh, use your mobile device. Sign up today. Use the promo code Believe Fifty. That's Believe Fifty B L E A V to sign up. Use the fifty percent off welcome bonus on that first deposit. Believe, I mean, battle line where the game starts. So look, let's start off here. Um, Pooh, do you have the uh, or can one of y'all grab the stats for tonight? Uh, I think I got them right here, though. I think I got them right here. Here they are. So, game-wise, okay, there is a lot to be desired, but we'll just run through this like we do every post-game. Jane Daniels, uh, 18 of 24, 269 yards, 11.2 yards per average per throw, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Garrett Nussmeyer, who threw a really great pass, and the only two drop or only two misses that he has tonight were drops by Shelton Sampson that should have been six. He goes four for six, 48 yards, no touchdowns. Logan Diggs carries the way, 15 carries, 115 yards. Caleb Jackson, 11 carries, 62 yards, and two tutties as well. Malik Neighbors led the scoring five uh, or led the receiving rather at five catches, 87 yards, and a tutty. Brian Thomas got him a pair. Six catches, 78 yards. Kyron Lacey had the one big one. And our man Chris Hilton uh, with the long post route in which he scored on. So, a lot to be desired. A, a lot to be desired. I know some of y'all can't see that. I, I'm just seeing this now. Let's see. You might be able to see that better now. There you go. So, we'll, we'll leave this up because we'll reference it through uh, the night. But, Number one thing is defensively, you did not start out great. I thought Mason Smith looked a little bit timid or slow to some extent. We're going to need him to step up. We're going to need him to step up. Tackling was a massive issue. So I, I go through the first drive on defense. The first play, Harold Perkins gets a big uh, 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 hit. And let's stop right there. Glad to see Harold Perkins where he belongs. Didn't take Brian Kelly long to um, change things. And that's always a good sign. Always a good sign. I know that these depth charts are coming out before the game. Guys, quite honestly, Cam Wire was on the depth chart. Means Doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit. So, you saw what you needed to see with a Harold Perkins. Now, do they need him, get him, need him to get after the quarterback maybe a little bit more? Sure. But that first drive defensively was horrid. You gave up a 20-yard catch from, on Zy Alexander, a screen that goes for seven, a false start, but a 14-yard run where Andre Sam got juked in the hole that got them the first down. Dickerson for 15 yards on Zy Alexander again. Fade route, uh, touchdown in the back of the end zone on Denver Harris, which would be a score. Second drive defensively, they had a screen for nine, but had a, a um, what should have been a holding, but they pick up the flag incomplete on a screen. So, I, I mean, just 14-yard slant, tackle for loss by Savion Jones, a one-yard rush, and then they run the ball on their own eight-yard line uh, on third and goal. The field goal is good. So they push the ball down the field to some extent, kind of really at will. All right, the third drive defensively. Perk gets a really just blew up the play when he was in the slot on that screen pass, but 
didn't take Hugh Jackson long to figure out what was going on with that. He would go right back to Harold Perkins, in which they get a long gain on a slant route on Perk for 20. Denver Harris gets called for pass interference. Uh, Perk is in the slot again and is able to make a tackle on the outside. Then you had a couple of drops by Grambling State, a 15-yard run on third and 17 that just can't – or third and 12, excuse me, that just can't happen. you got to get off the field on third down. I don't care if it's Grambling or I don't – Rudy Poo Tech, Rudy Poo State, I, I really don't give a flying shit who it is. If it's third and 12, you got to get off the field. I know I'm nitpicking. I know I'm nitpicking. Blake, you won by fucking 70. I I get it. But the first three drives defensively, I thought that they would want to come out with their hair on fire, right? Like, I thought that they would want to mask the bullshit that happened last week. Later on in the game, they would after they got their asses chewed, no pause. Then you get a 30-yard run. Let me look at let's let's look at these team stats for just a second. We you know the whole thing this week, the whole thing this week has been. Let me take this down, Perkins. But the whole thing this week has been one um, overarching theme: quarterback offense, quarterback offense, quarterback offense, quarterback offense. It's everything that we're talking about. And if you're too dumb to not look at the real issues that we have here defensively you cannot allow that in the first three drives can't happen you know brian kelly consistently talks about a sense of urgency you didn't have one tonight defensively you did not have one i know blake's nitpicking his ass off so what What's the Mississippi State score, guys? What's the Mississippi State score? Did they did they win it in overtime? They won it in overtime. That's the final. Let's look at this. This is the team stats for tonight. LSU would go up for 11 for 14 on third down. All of those not uh, missed, um, one by Nuss and two by Ricky Collins. One for three on third, on fourth down. Yeah, whatever. You know, I, some of those I didn't like. But look, guys, look at the rushing yards. There's no reason, no reason whatsoever that Grambling should come in here and get 163 rushing yards on you on 29 attempts. Over a hundred of that was in the first half, or for, yeah, in the first half. That that just bogs my mind. Bogs my mind how that can happen. Bogs my mind. You cleaned it up, and it was what it was. Jordan Jefferson got, if I'm not mistaken, your only sack of the night. But that can't that can't happen. Offensively, you responded. Look, I I know that we're gonna have to wait another week for this Jane Daniels thing, but ever and I know everybody wants to talk about it, but Jane Daniels did what he needed to do. If I'm gonna be nitpicky here, if I'm gonna be nitpicky, Nuss did it too. 
some of those bubble screens that LSU's running, we're going to have to figure that out. Both quarterbacks did not throw the ball great on those bubble screens. If that's going to be a staple of your offense, you ran it last week, you ran it again this week multiple times, you're going to have to get it. He missed a very bad um, or had a really bad pass to Malik Neighbors along the sideline. Other than that, he was pretty flawless. You know, he made a very conscious effort tonight to throw the ball down the field. And you're going to have to continue to get guys like Chris Hilton in the game. Now, early in the game, Brian Thomas Jr. dropped a pass that I didn't like. And Sheldon Sampson had a, a pair of uh, of drops. Those Look, those kinds of things, man, I know. Listen, it is a fantastic win. Anytime you score 70-plus points, it is fantastic offensively. You cannot – Jane Daniels was electric. He was fantastic. So was Garrett. So was the O-line. So was the running game. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. You got to nitpick some of these things when you go into the game next week. I promise you, man. Look, and tonight, we'll get to week two stuff, A&M lost. Alabama lost. We'll get to the SEC West. Guys, newsflash, it's wide-ass open. You got to leave no doubt. You can win it again. You can win the West again. You can beat Bama. I'm telling you, you can beat Bama. Defensively, are they really good? Yeah. Until they make a move at quarterback, they're not going to – they're not a caliber team that can win the West. I promise you that. I promise you that. You know, we're, we're arguing about a better quarterback situation with us than what they have going on in Alabama. Really bad call game by Tommy Reese. You got to be better defensively. Do you got to clean some things up offensively? Sure, I'm with you. I am 1,000% with you. Those first three tries defensively, I, I'm not saying to go back to the chalkboard and reevaluate everything. You know, but I got... You know, people got yelled at this week about Denver Harris, and he's given up a fade route in the back of the end zone. That cannot happen. Now, I will say this, and I will give him this. Without a shadow of a doubt, that man was – the pass interference call was not on him. Both guys are hand fighting and pulling on one another. Whatever. The P.I., you know what, you can just – splatter that one all over your television at night I I don't really care the fade route is what bothers me because we've seen that translate in practice we saw that translate on on the field if you've watched this show religiously and we break down all the practices and scrimmages when we're there that's something that's happened before that will that will happen again I promise you it's gonna happen again he is talented he was more with the receiver than anybody that we've seen you're going to have to throw him in out there uh, for Deuce Chestnut again next week against Mississippi State. There's not a debate. It's not a debate. You're going to have to rotate Ashton Stamps in there. Now, I would like for Ashton Stamps to get his head around a little bit more, but we saw the young, talented freshman from uh, Rummel look pretty damn good in coverage. They were like, oh, well, he's getting beat. No, he's what they call trailing. You know, our buddy Brandon Taylor, former number 18, would talk about this all the time he's not getting beat if he knows that he's going to catch up to him he's going to play a little behind him to get the pass breakup if it's a fade route go route 
that's what he did. He had great coverage on both times that they threw the ball at him. He only gave up a catch for three yards, and I made sure to, to watch that. But you did not tackle effectively against a team that you should run over. And, and look, it just depends on how you view a game like this. You see teams like Georgia do the same thing. They struggle in games like this. They've won national titles. you got a far way to go from something like that. But the bottom line, the bottom line revolves around you got to be better defensively. You got that D line's got to be better against the run. They got to be more disciplined. Look, I, I, the 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 run. So it was third and twelve. Okay, third and twelve in that second drive, and Grambling runs the football, conceding the first down. I mean, conceding the third down. We're just going to give it to you. And Mason Smith and Makai Wingo alike, both come on pass rushes, don't feel their disciplinary needs. Now, I understand I understand what they're trying to do there, but you're gonna, you have to play your assignment because when you don't, stuff like that happens. Stuff like that happens. They gave up a 20-yard run. Later, after the third drive, they would come back defensively. They would get three and outs, multiple three and outs. Now, LSU's first three and out, and this is crazy, so crazy as to how games like this work. LSU gets their first three and out because a very heady play by Jacoby and Guillory, if you remember, Guillory gets punched in the face mask, puts his hands up, he comes off the field. Brian Kelly is hugging him while he's coming onto the sideline. If you were watching the game television-wise, hugs him on the sideline on very being very disciplined. You get off the field, you look pretty good after that. You didn't really give anything else up. The fifth drive defensively, you go three and out. And then the sixth drive, you go three and out because Harold Perkins is just a fucking stud. So six drives to the first team. Three of them did not look good of them. Good, three of them did. Chalk that up for whatever what in whatever way that you want to. Whatever way you want to. Okay, Trey Patton says, Go Tigers, horns up in T-Town with the $199 Super Chat. Thank you so much. Rob Boudreaux says, Mason looked rusty and didn't impress much tonight. How much grace do you give him? Now, I don't think it excuses the undisciplined play, but he did look a little rusty. He did look a little rusty. Chili says, ask Blake, Aaron Anderson looked really explosive tonight. I think you're going to have to give him the ball more. You're going to have to give him the ball more. I know people are freaking out about Greg Clayton being back there, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know how you come out of this game, Bry, and, and say starting us. I mean, I get how you're coming out with it, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. C. King says, Jordan Jefferson is playing better than supposedly the all-world guy in Mason Smith. Jordan Jefferson is the only player, if I'm not mistaken, on this team with a sack. Yeah, he looked good, man. 
He looked good. Look, I watched that entire Mississippi State-Arizona game. There's no reason you can't go into next week. We'll talk about this in nauseam, so I'm not even going to look into next week until we get there. But there's no reason you're not supposed to go into Starkville and win. None. Zero. And look, I I still think Florida State's for real. Really believe that they're still for real. I don't know if y'all saw that Keon Coleman play down the sideline. But yeah. All right, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share if you haven't done so already. If you're on Facebook, hit the like, hit the share, all those social media groups, all the LSU groups, all those social media pages. If you're listening to me on YouTube, listen to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on Fubo TV, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, 92LX Hatch says Grambling got... 163 rushing yards. What will Alabama rush for? I'm not Roy. I'm not worried about that game. I, I, I'm not worried about that until they change something at quarterback. Look, Milro just they don't have. The, I don't think that they have the the time for him to learn. You know what I mean? Like. I, I just don't think Alabama, to be who they want to be, they don't have the time to get to get him time to learn. Now, will they run him back out there next week? I don't know. Am I, I, I'm honestly a little surprised that Saban didn't pull him, to be real with you. I mean, those interceptions were as bad as you'll get. As bad as you'll get. But the West is wide open, man. And you got to go and win it. You got to go and win it. No excuses now. Zero excuses. Uh, Max says, was Mason Taylor okay? Brian Kelly uh, just hit the podium. We'll find that out. But he was uh, I, I was told he was walking up and down uh, the sidelines. Uh, Kenny Mack, 409, says, Harrison Alexander, I don't need – I don't think Alexander looked that good. He did have two pass, uh, pass breakups, but the, the, the catches that he had, he was in deep cover three zone. He had one to, to end the game, too, a pass breakup. So, yeah. Uh, offensively, let's let's go through this. I've kind of said my piece defensively. Now, I, as everyone hits the like and share, I don't know what really else to say. Thought you looked good. If I, you know, the only thing I can really do is say a couple of things. Here are things I like. I like that Chris Hilton got in the game. The one throw at Chris Hilton's general direction that he did not catch was batted down. It was a bad throw by Jaden under pressure. I like the deep post. I like that you're showing that you want to hit him there. I think he's got to get in and get more touches. I, I just really believe that he's got to get more touches. Now, I don't know how you do that, but – you know, Malik Neighbors didn't have a touch until the second quarter. Now, he led your your team in receiving yards, got a touchdown. Brian Thomas Jr., I thought Jaden did what everybody asked him to do. Everybody's telling him to throw the ball down the field. He did it, and it didn't get praised for it, really, tonight. Uh, only four times in LSU's football history has someone thrown for five touchdowns in a game. I wonder how many times Joe Burrow broke that record. Um, but only four times. I think Rohan Davies got one. Who did Rohan and Davies and them play that time? Was it Alabama? Alabama. 
Um, but yeah, but here's the official stat line. Jaden went 18 of 24 for 269 yards, five TDs, zero interceptions, Nuss, uh, four for six. Look, here's another thing too. I thought, I thought Nuss looked really good. I thought Nuss looked really good. And you're going to have to find him, find ways, um, for, to watch him and for him to continue to develop, but he looked good. Those two drops are not on or those two incompletions are on him. Both of them should have been touchdowns. The fade route to Shelton Sampson in the back of the end zone's got to be caught. The slant's got to be caught. So he looked crisp. He looked really crisp. Uh, Jay Gerald on YouTube says, wide receiver coach uh, uh, Cortez Hankton needs better wide receivers drills. No mental focus drops equals inexcusable. Repeat the quote-unquote blinders drill that helped make uh, Jamar, Jay Jets, and Terrace Marshall. They actually do it, believe it or not. They actually still they actually do that. I've seen them do it uh, at practice. So I agree. Thank you, uh, Jay Gerald, for the super chat. Yeah, I, I don't like the drops. Now a couple of those are from freshmen, right? Like a couple of those are from Shelton Sampson. The Brian Thomas one as well was a little inexcusable. Um, but other than that, you you look fine there. I'm glad that you established running the ball. Oh. And I can't believe we're almost 30 minutes into the show and hadn't talked about Zalance Heard. Guys, Miles Frazier's not good enough to start right now. Like, it is what it is. I mean, there he came into the game, or, you know, started the game, and he's still getting pushed back a little too much for my liking. I thought you looked better, um, and... When Hurd is at right tackle, I thought Jane felt a lot um, safer, really. Um, and we had Ant Marshall on on Thursday, and the guy that he faced is going to be a late day two, early day three type of draft pick. So if that's the case, Hurd really did hold is on there weren't really times that you were looking at him now he should have had a false start early but outside the first drive when he was supposed to have that false start he looked pretty good against a a guy that will be in the NFL a year from now so I do believe that you're going to have to move Emory Jones into right guard and Hurd's going to have to come in at right tackle you I, I hate that you have to ask a true freshman to do that but when you're that talented you see all across the country that teams and players with that kind of caliber and talent come in and do what they got to do. So I don't think that it is a uh, far cry for him to be uh, starting at right tackle. Another one, let's continue to move down here a little bit. Um, Let me see here. Uh, Logan Diggs, I thought, looked really good tonight. 15 carries, 115 yards. Uh, looked pretty explosive. Looked really explosive. Uh, he got a, a touchdown in there as well, long as 21. Caleb Jackson's where I kind of want to spend a little bit of my focus here. I, I mean, Noah Kane was fourth on this depth chart tonight when it came to carries. Caleb Jackson was the bell cow. He had one drive where they just gave him the ball, ball the entire time, and they said, go score. They said, do your work, and... I do think that he 
is going to have to find his way back into or back or not back into, but into this lineup at a more consistent rate. The the kid is an outright stud, man. The kid is an outright stud. So he's been showing flashes um, at camp, and he showed flashes again here tonight. And he returned two kick returns, or had two kick returns that I really liked. Uh, I want to sp- spend a little time on this fourth drive and fifth drive from LSU. LSU just did what they did. I, I-, I did what they even did a-, a year ago. And why I didn't want to really panic on this O-line, meaning that I just think Florida State's D-line is really good and that maybe play calling a week ago was pretty shitty. They lined up on the fourth drive. Brian Thomas goes for 12. Diggs gets one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven carries on that one drive, and they just ran the ball right down Grambling store. They did exactly what they needed to do. They're going to have to continue to play big. And by the way, so Lance Hurd was in, or Lance Hurd was in that drive. And it's not as if that they were getting just small little yardage there either. 12 yards twice. 14 yards twice, 11 yards by Logan Diggs. He had a two-yard run, then a touchdown run. I mean, they ran the ball right down their throat, doing exactly what they needed to do. The fifth drive, Lacey caught that big seam route for 38 yards. Uh, Williams goes for eight. Too many players in the backfield on LSU backs him up on the Anderson catch. Williams gets two carries for eight yards. Daniels... um, I think Jaden on that fifth drive when he kind of had the panic scramble, I don't think he thought that Josh Williams was going to take on that corner. I'm going to give him a little grace on that. I'm going to give him a little grace on that. I don't think that 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 one doesn't bother me. Aaron Anderson was misled on the the screen pass. If I agree with Aaron Murray, who was on the call tonight, if you're going to nitpick something on both quarterbacks, that's it. If you're going to want to get the bubble screens out, you're going to have to hit those passes. Daniels misses neighbors down the sideline, but here's the thing. I, the reason I want to focus on this was two things. He misses neighbors, right? And is it really bad? Yeah, it was really bad. But I see everybody on Twitter panicking, but this is how Jane Daniels responds. Brian Thomas Jr. touched down the back of the end zone. <laughs> was the very next play. That's why you don't overreact to one throw. It would have been great for him to hit Malik and stride, yes. He turns right around in the very next play and, and hits a touchdown pass. And by the way, there was five straight runs before that. And by the way, the drive before that, there were eight runs. So this is really the first time that he's trying to throw the ball down the field outside of once. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. This is an interesting stat. Adam says we only have one sack in the season through two games. That's not good. That's not good. Jack Davis says eight and four is the ceiling. Jack, did you watch A&M today? Did you watch Alabama today? The horse shit. The Horse shit, your ceiling is eight and four. Name your four losses. You already got one of them, so name the next three. 
I don't agree with that. You're bullshit. Your ceiling is not eight and four. And not ceiling. Your still your ceiling really should still be ten and two, eleven and one. Because I still think that you can go through this schedule and beat everybody. Uh, Conrad Cable says the ACC is undefeated against the SEC. That's not true. They're four and one, but I get what you're saying, Conrad. They kicked uh, the ACC has been kicking our ass, and kind of goes through my point, man. How how can eight and four be your ceiling when you're one thousand percent? Look, we can roll through week two really quickly. Bullshit, eight and four is your ceiling. Alabama did not look great tonight. Now, did they score on some long passes? Can, did they run the ball somewhat effectively? Yeah, I guess. But Texas bullied them. I mean, we start to show back with this every single night. We're back. Is Texas back or does Bama have a shitty quarterback problem with a shitty coordinator? I'm going to tell you, I picked the latter. <laughs> I picked the latter. Defensively, Bama's not a joke, but in coverage, I mean, in coverage, they didn't look great. Quinn Ewers ate their ass alive. Now, we're going to see what happens throughout this year, but Adonis Mitchell, or Adonis Mitchell looked good. Andy Lala says, hashtag ask Blake, who's your starting secondary against Mississippi State? I would run Brooks. Back out there at nickel, if that's what you're going to keep him. I mean, Greg Brooks has not made bad plays this year. He hadn't looked bad at all. I'd still go to Alexander, and I'd run Denver Harris out there. But let's not act like this whole week, I said that you need to give Daniels, I mean, give um, Denver a look, and I still believe that, and I'm glad that they did. B- but again, if, if, if people are going to come out there and say that, oh, he's been the best corner in – Camp, that's not true. I mean, that's the first time we've seen him run with the ones as a Tiger, really. If we're if we're being truthful. I mean, the only bad play is the fade round the back of the end zone and a P.I. that shouldn't have been called on him. Other than that, he looked fine. I mean, other than that, they didn't go at him. They didn't throw it at him. And by the way, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear and them at the Golden Boot Pod do the um, HBCU Hour. Pooh, what days do y'all do that? If he's listening to me. Pooh Bear. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I don't know why Gramley took out that quarterback. Uh, Rob Boudreaux says, that's a big whiskey, Blake. Yep. It feels good to get this shirt out of the losing column, too. Chili says, ask Blake, does Denbrock know he can use Aaron Anderson on actual downfield routes, uh, right? Well, not just him. I I mean, there's multiple guys, but I agree. I agree there. Big Mill. and Let me just say this to Chili's question, too. I mean, Chris Hilton. I mean, look, they, they threw verts tonight. I mean, they threw the ball down the field. 
the question becomes, or the thing becomes, do you continue to do that? You're playing in a very inferior opponent, a very inferior opponent. Uh, very inferior opponent. Uh, Cody McGee with a $499 Super Chat says, no reason why LSU can't win the SEC West, Blake. Bama losing to Texas and Ole Miss struggled against Tulane. Scoreboard didn't reflect how Ole Miss played. And true, um, thank you, Cody, for the Super Chat. That's very true. Um, and Tulane had their backup quarterback, right? Michael Pratt was out, and Ole Miss struggled through three quarters struggled but you gotta you're just gonna have to go out there and take care of business for your own self like take care of business for your own self don't fucking worry about everything else around you because the last time you got we got the big head on it we got beat by florida state we're gonna have to take this a game at a time Arizona gave Mississippi State everything that they can handle. Now, I don't know how good Arizona is, but I don't think that they're that great. Watching that game, I don't think that they're they're clearly not better than you. I don't like that the game next week for LSU is at 11 a.m. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate 11 a.m. games. But champions don't complain about when they play. They don't care about them pl- Oh, well, let's not play Florida State week one. Let's play a fucking Rudy Poo week week zero. Champions don't give a shit. They say line it up and let's roll. The only reason people are saying play week zero games or a team before a good game, a good opponent like a Florida State or next year like a USC is because you lost. We never used to say that shit. Never used to say that shit. I don't know. I don't think you should have. I think things could have gotten bad if you didn't take that backup quarterback out, if I'm being real. Like, you would have seen him continue to throw the ball around the, around the yard. All right. Let's see some things that Brian Kelly said in the postgame press conference right quick. <laughs> uh, he said, Kelly on Denver Harris says, he's making progress. There's a lot of work to be done there. But I'm not going to put a guy on the field unless he's committed to our process. He's not there yet, but he's committed to doing it. So that is Brian Kelly on Denver Harris. Sounds like he put his um, his foot down. He also said that Mason Taylor, the tight end, has an ankle sprain, should be fine. He also says that Grambling linebacker Jaquavius Richmond will have surgery after getting taken off the field on a stretcher. Jeez, I'm Pete. And added he does have feeling he was taken to Our Lady of the Lake Hospital. Man, praying for that dude, man. Praying for that dude. Damn. I hate seeing shit like that. I hate it. Brian Kelly on Ashton Stamps. Um, they're going to have to have key roles on this team. Kelly says that Harris uh, has to be more committed to his process. Okay. Mike Hendricks. Yes, if you do send in Super Chats, we will get to those first. Uh, Mike Hendricks says, keep hurt at right tackle move. Emory Jones at right guard. I agree. I 1,000% agree. 
20,000% agree. Uh, Chad says, uh, Chester looked pretty good at center also. I did like him at, look, like him at center. I, I, I do like him at center a lot. He looked really good. Made the right protection calls too. Ryan Cronlitz says, Blake, I don't remember when or where, when it was, but Hurd was blocking some dude backwards after the play. Gotta love that aggressiveness. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if they are going to, um, start him next week, but they sure as shit need to play him a lot because Miles Frazier's not the answer. He is not the answer. Bryce, or Bryce, excuse me, says, I feel like Kyron Lacey drops more than he catches. I have zero faith in him catching the ball. Didn't have a bad night. I don't think he had a drop tonight, but he almost had a drop tonight on that wheel route for the, his touchdown. He almost dropped that in the end zone. He had a double catch it. Multiple guys had a double catch it. Both quarterbacks stuck, struggled with dro- uh, drops or non-clean catches. That ain't just a Jane thing. If it was just a Jane thing, I'd be like, shit, what's going on with that? Why is the problem with just one? But, you know. Stephen Fryer, good friends over at Fry Construction, says Diggs is such a patient runner with great vision and explodes when he needs to. Hey, <laughs> hold on. I, I'm glad he said runs with passion. My man, for real, Logan Diggs, for real, went full high Hugan on that dude. <laughs> full street fighter, finish him. All right, like went to full Antonio Brown. <laughs> high Hugan. Sonic, boom. <laughs> if you can't leap over somebody, don't do it. That shit's funny. He's a fun back, man. He's a fun little running back. Uh, and interesting that he was RB1. Very interesting. You know, you know who also, too? I thought had a really good game was um was West Weeks, the junior West Weeks. I do think that there needs to be a conversation here uh in reference to him because he had um I think seven total tackles on the night. Greg Penn also looked good. They're gonna have to find some better rotation there. They're going to have to find better rotation there. I thought Wigweeks looked good. Uh, by the way, I, I had some people ask me this too. Number 92 on kickoff is Shelton, is um, uh, Deshaun Womack. Womack played really good. I think you got to find ways to get him rotations. Glad, glad that you found a way to get Braden Swenson in there and Ovi out. I think they made the right decisions. I just think they did in the beginning of this game, they didn't really give a shit. <laughs> I just don't think that they gave a shit. And that's disheartening. That's that's really disheartening. Uh Boogie Season says, ask Blake, what does this win mean for Texas? 
We're back. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't think that they're back. I, I think here's what I believe. I think it's a very indica indica or, or what's the word I'm looking for here, guys? It's a really big indication about how bad Alabama stinks. I think. Um, and I think it's a little bit of both. I think Texas is really good. I, I, I think Rob wide receivers-wise, I thought Sark called a really, really good game. The Sanders kid at tight end was really good defensively. Who was the linebacker number zero? That The kid, the freshman, the number one backer coming out of um, – the number one backer coming out of uh, high school last year. He looked really good. He had a pair of sacks on Milrow. And Mil Jalen Milrow is not the answer for them right now. They cannot afford. They should have gone in the portal outside of Tyler Buckner. They needed to bring in a veteran. If Milrow was going to leave, so what? There, there were so many quarterbacks in the portal not named Milrow or Buckner or Simpson that are better than them. I, I mean, it's just the truth. And it's it, Jalen Milrow takes the brunt of this, right? Because he's out there playing. Let's not. Under, how bad does Ty Simpson have to be for Jalen Milrow to be out there? Guys, the throws he made, I mean, we talk so much. People, let me say this we don't. So many, so many people talk so much shit about Jaden. Guys, Jalen Milrow can't hold this man's jock strap. It's just the truth. I don't think Texas is back. They got a long way to go. But here's the, here's the crazy thing. The only real competitive teams that I think that they play down the stretch, maybe Kansas with Jalen Daniels. Now, Kansas went out there last night and fucked up Illinois. Fucked them up. Just so we're all clear here. Illinois was the best, one of the best defenses in the country last year. They were number one, not named Georgia. They were in the top three in total defense. They had some of their secondary lead, but they they have two guys that, you know, I, I know a lot of people like Kuiper puts two of their defensive tackles in the first three rounds. They got clapped by Lance Leipold and them. Lance Leipold spanked that ass. Uh, 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 uh. Clapped them cheeks. <laughs> <clears throat> Got them cheeks clap. So in, in, in finishing, in finishing, uh, I don't – too early in the season for me. This has 2007 vibes written all over it for me. This season has 2007 vibes written all over for me. I don't think the I, I I think it's too early also to say the SEC is bad, but the SEC West is down. NIL and portal, man. Look, if you if you're a big boot, if you got money, let me just say this: if you got money or can spare money, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to start asking some people that you know that have connections some answers, some questions. Hey, man, how do I get involved? You want to win? Here's the truth. Do you need to go out and get elite recruits in high school? Yes. You also got to go in the portal and kick ass. You want your team to do good? You need to start helping in NIL. That's the God's honest truth.
You've done it. LSU's done it. Look at the transfers that they got. Jason Brumfield says, no Trey Holly tonight, Blake. That's true. Uh, I mean, they have 8,622 running backs. Kid's not going to play unless there's injuries. Just kid's not going to play. He got passed up. Does Danny Lewis even play at Bama? No. No. Chad says, Texas is scary. They really only have to recruit their state. Yeah. Yeah. They do. It's true. Hold a ton of people. Had a ton of people. Okay, says Zach. Told me on Twitter tonight that JD and Milrow are the same. Guys, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, let's, can we be, can we be real here for a minute? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Y'all so dumb. Who said that? Zach, who, who said that stupid shit? Let me tell you this. Jalen Milrow ain't faced that Georgia defense. And Jane had 207 yards passing in the first half. He, oh, boy, he had an interception. Because Jack, it hit off Jack Bash, the back of Jack Bash's head. That 2000, that, or that 2020 receiving core that you had, you misevaluated. Shaz and Law didn't play at Bama either. No, they didn't play. Now, I, I did hear that Kendrick Law was kind of battling with something. But, um, but no, they didn't play. But y'all got to shut the fuck up with that. Y'all stupid as hell. Oh, whoa, look, look at the stats. What stats? Guys, can we pull up? Can you, one of y'all pull up Alabama's line tonight? Can one of y'all pull it up on ESPN for me? Because I don't have it. And I don't know if I can. Oh, never mind. Maybe, maybe I can do this. I don't know. Can I share the screen? No, I can't. Shit. Here it is. Jalen Milrow went 14 of 27, 255, two TDs, two interceptions. Bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. What was their team stats? That's team stats. What about uh, team stats? There it is. Guys, they, again... I beat this shit over the head, by the way. Five of 14 on th on third down. You can't have that stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, Izzy and uh, Sean Strickland are about to fight, says uh, says somebody. Pooh, uh, Zach. Yeah, Izzy about to beat that ass. He's going to have to come out here and start wrestling. He's going to have to come out here and start wrestling, like now. He can't stand up with. Angela Christian says, LMAO, let him know, Blake. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Charlie Bennett says, Milrow isn't even a great value version of JD5. I, uh, come on. People saying that do not know football, bro. Like, I, I mean, say what you want about Jaden. There's a lot you can say. There's a lot of positive things you can say, but shut the fuck up.
Like, come on. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. No, he cannot. I just said that. No, he cannot. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. The fights. See what happens here, man. Look, I thought a great overall performance, you know, great overall performance in, in told. Um, things you got to clean up, man. So, look, I don't know. What's that Auburn score right quick? Um, I don't even know what that score is. Florida State's beating Southern Miss 66 to 10. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. USC 41-3. Auburn's down 10 to 7 with 1 minute left to go in the in before halftime. Come on, man. You're better than Cal. So again, there's another team. We'll talk about this in nauseum. So look, we got 6 more minutes for the hour. So let's do this. Okay. Next week we got a lot to, you just you're going to have to find a way to be yourself. You're going to have to find a way to be yourself. And are there personnel changes you're going to have to make? More than likely. Are guys more on on shorter leashes than maybe they were this week and a week the week before last? Absolutely. But Mississippi State is not a better team than you. They're not more talented than you. Your offense, who struggled with them a year ago, they're they're not the same. They are you are not the same team that were when you that you were or they were for that matter. When you faced them last year, you you had there's no business there's no business with the team the staff and everything that you have that you go into that you go into Starkville with those stupid ass cowbells and lose. There's none, literally none. I, I can't think of one one reason that you should not go in there and win. Now, you have to play to your standards, your performance. you got to play to do what you can do. None of this ticky-tack bullshit. You can't, you can't miss tackles and be undisciplined next week. I, Mississippi State's not grambling. You, you faced a really good team in Florida State. You're, I think you're going to win. You should win. I think you're going to win. I don't want to hear about the 11 um, – a.m. kick time I don't, I don't want to fucking hear it I, I'm tired of oh well 11 a.m. who gives a shit if you want to be dudes you want to win the west it's time to go out there and and and, and put it on somebody no pause no lube either like come on I can't be more fired up than your ass can't be more fired up than you Take it to them. Take it to them. Uh, Dwayne Dean says that have a lot, have a ton of team jumpers here and amongst other teams. What does that mean? Mark Richardson says no. <laughs> you can't, no lube. Who gives a shit? Oh, we don't play good at 11 a.m. Who gives a shit? Every great national championship team's played at 11 a.m. Newsflash. Oh, shit. Strickland just rocked his ass. 
1,000%. Strickland just rocked his ass. Did Strickland just drop out of Sonya? <laughs> Did he slip or something? I was catching it out of uh, the corner of my eye. Did Strickland just drop his ass? <laughs> Can I say, am I allowed to say this? Uh, <laughs> he's like, shut your ass up. Uh, God damn. I thought he fell down. Oh, shit. He got, no, dog. He got dropped. Boom. All right. Uh, Danny Girl says, after last week, I expected the defense to come out with their hair or with the, a fire to prove themselves. And it was another blah, mamby, pamby, snores fest by the defense to start. Yep. Yep. Again, get, uh, they didn't get after it. Rose says, wild the hate for JD. He gives 110%. He, if he makes a mistake, he owns and turns around on the next play and fixes it. I don't know. I mean, I have my thoughts. Chad says Strickland almost ended in round one. I saw that. Sure as shit did. Sure as shit did. I don't know. I'm an Izzy Homer, though. I'm an Izzy Homer. Uh, West is wide open, says the producers. I agree with that. Uh, AB says Coach Prime will be Bama's new coach when Saban retires. you've lived in Alabama your entire life, right? I can't see that happening. Auburn is crap. Yeah, I think they're crap too. Eric says, with LSU's defense I saw last week and this week, I don't see how you can still see LSU might be able to win the West. Eric, buddy, buddy, everybody fucking sucks. Everybody else fucking sucks. That's why. What do you mean? Because everybody else fucking didn't play Florida State. And the only team that did, the only teams that did, Alabama, Texas A&M played two teams that really and truthfully they probably shouldn't have gotten beat by. Normal years they wouldn't have gotten beat by. I don't, that's not a slightly hot take. That's not a slightly hot take that Florida State's the best team in the country. Arguably, you lost the best team in the country. What are we talking about here? I don't know how you could say that because you're not, you don't, you watch LSU. You don't watch anybody else. That's a problem. Everybody just watches LSU and doesn't fucking study anything else. Everybody in the West fucking sucks. The East is probably going to be the best division, but Joe Milton fucking sucked today. SEC is down. Here, there's the truth. The SEC is down. Not out. They're, they have a down year. They look like they have down. But I'm telling you, for me, this feels like 2007 all over again. All over again. 
Kenny says, I agree. FSU has looked to be the best of all teams I've watched. No doubt they do. Man, ain't this some shit. Ain't this a mouthful right here. Jane Daniels stays in the pocket too long. Well, what were y'all arguing about a year ago? That he doesn't stay in the pocket long enough. Put it right on in. Fucking hokey, po- hokey pokey. He looked phenomenal tonight outside of some throws. It's not a strong suit. He needs to be on the run a little bit more, which they're going to have to do against Mississippi State for him to do. He's a fucking Ferrari. Let him get on the street and fucking go. Shit. All right. We're out of here. Next week will be in more of a normal post game. We'll even do calls next week. Oh, shit. Did it last week. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.